0: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well. I've got a lovely cup of tea. Well, it's quite lovely. It's not it's not one of my top 10 cups of tea, but those rarely happen. I don't know about you, but it'll get me through, which is fine. Uh, I was watching an interview with somebody last night that was talking about reviewing books and films. And they were saying how they thought it's exactly the same principle. And it just got me thinking, I wondered what you thought about it. But for me, when I go to see a film, particularly if I go to the cinema, it's, are very different because you, you're you sitting down, you're comfortable, you get to watch the film in its entirety unless something unforeseen happens. Normally got something very nice to eat with friends, with family, just having a nice experience and as I say you get to watch the whole film in that situation whereas with a book it might be that I have the time to really devote some hours to it in one block Or it might be that that I've got too much going on and I just can have a few minutes here, a few minutes there. There's other noises going on, other distractions. And it got me thinking how unfair... I'm being to authors as well, um, because I should, I suppose it's like um, on Top Gear when they do these car races, they take into account the weather as well. So if, if it was rainy, whatever happened, that may, might make an allowance for the score. And maybe I should be doing that more with a book. So if I love a book or if I don't love a book, I need to perhaps think about Well, in what circumstances did I read it? If I had all the time to devote to it and I loved it, maybe I'm being too kind to the book. I don't know. But then I know I'm waffling. Bear with me. But some books are so consuming that you do make even more of an effort to read them and keep going. Uh, There was one that I was reading last night that I'll talk about in a bit that I haven't finished yet. But yes, I didn't get the sleep I wanted because it was a very consuming book. Uh, which is wonderful. I love I love that sort of thing. But yeah, I just thought, oh, that's interesting. So maybe I need to make an allowance for books and the circumstances I'm reading them in. Anyway, as I say, I'm waffling. I just wondered what you thought about that. Anyway, I've got a few books to talk to you about. Uh, normally, I only talk about the ones that I've finished, which is what I'm going to do. But I thought I'd also mention what I'm reading and listening to as well, in case you're reading and listening to those. So there's two audiobooks that I've recently finished. Uh, one was uh, George Orwell's 1984. Now I'm trying to just top up my knowledge of some of these classics that I have read in the past but there's so many books to choose from I don't really feel I've got all the time to go back and revisit those in the context that, that I would really like to. I mean gosh there was um, an offer today for a really good audiobook a reading of a narration of Bleak House, but it was 40 hours. I thought I would love to do Bleak House again. I remember doing that many a year ago, shall we say. But 40 hours, I I can't, I don't think I can devote 40 hours. I would have to listen to it on 10 times speed, I think, which wouldn't really be fair. Anyway, I digress once again. I think it's going to be one of those days. Anyway, so 1984, I'm sure you know the, the premise of it. It's a dystopian, um, a piece of literature and it's an incredible work and it really makes you think it's where the term Big Brother came from and you've got this main character Winston Smith who is struggling to conform and wants more, wants to feel unique human love uh, and it's how, how that's treated and how Big Brother reacts to that need. Uh, so, as I say, I listened to a dramatisation. It was two or three hours long and it was great because it just sort of updated my knowledge of it, uh, done in a really good way, some really good uh, quality cast members in it. So, that, that's certainly something that I gave a, a high mark to. And then also I listened to something called Bossy Pants by the comedian Tina Fey, And this is her narrating it, which I do like. I do like it when the author narrates. I know I've said that before, but I do like it. And it's an autobiography. Um, some of the information about how she grew up, what made her become this comedian. And then also more recent stories about working as script writers and on TV and all the challenges and characters that one comes across. I, I really enjoyed that. If that was only a couple of hours long, I'm glad because I, I couldn't have listened much longer. Um, it wasn't gripping me. Um, but it was still a nice, light, funny listen. So nothing, ro- nothing wrong with that at all. So the next book I'm going to talk to you about is called Doing Time by Jodie Taylor. Now, you you may not have heard about Jodie Jody Taylor. She's written an extensive array of books, which are brilliant. But she seems to just be this secret. Whenever I've mentioned it to other people, they haven't heard of her. And to be fair, I first came across these books because somebody else said, oh, you won't have heard about this, but I think you would really enjoy them. So the main series is written about a place called St Mary's and uh, the the Chronicles of St Mary's. And they are, uh, it, it's about people doing historical research, but essentially it's time travel. So they are, they are zany. They are different. Um, and you've got, oh, I don't know, about 10 different books in that series. And they're called things like um, uh, No Time Like the Past, What Could Possibly Go Wrong, uh, Lies, Damn Lies and History. Really good. Uh, really brings history to life. But it's these this collection of individuals who are a car crash. They get into so many scrapes. Things go wrong. Danger everywhere. Um, and... They're just a brilliant selection of books. If you like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, if you like things that are just quirky, different, if you like. Oh, what was the name of the? Oh, yes. Um, ben Aronovich, The Rivers of London. If you like that series, uh, Jasper Ford, uh, Doctor Who and anything that's just a little bit different uh, then I think these books are, are worth looking at. Um, I would say that the first one or two aren't her best, personally speaking, but your loyalty will be rewarded. They are available on audiobook as well, if that's something that you prefer. But it's uh, it's a series that have great loyalty with people and um, and it's just funny. And as you read the books, you get to understand that, you know, there are other people who are bent on destroying the timeline, doing things, going back in history, stealing, all these sorts of things that St Mary's are trying to stop. But then there is this establishment called the Time Police who are very focused on making sure time remains intact and also trying to keep all the St Mary's crew from destroying everything, really. So there's been that whole series and you've been slowly introduced to the Time Police now published 17th of october is this book called doing time and let me just read the blurb because it explains it far better than, than i um about it and this is really uh, it's a setting off a different series but it relates with saint mary's so a long time ago in the future the secret of time travel became known to all everyone sees the opportunity and the world nearly ended there will always be idiots who want to change history And so the Time Police were formed, an all-powerful international organisation tasked with keeping the timeline straight at all costs. Their success is legendary and the Time Wars are over, but now the Time Police must fight to save a very different future, their own. This is the story of Jane, Luke and Matthew, arguably the worst recruits in Time Police history, or very possibly three young people who might just change everything. Now, is this a book that you could read on its own? Yes, it is. But it's as a as a follower and a fan of the St. Mary's series, this is just like nectar from the heavens. This is wonderful because you just get to build an even bigger, better picture of what's going on. And they do actually travel at one point to St. Mary's. I'm not going to say any more more about that. But and just to see St. Mary's from another character's point of view, it's it's just joyful it's a, a lovely quirky funny uh, adventure and i just think it's it's worth it's worth investing your time in if as if you haven't read any, any of the series and you're looking at the 10 plus books and thinking i just can't do that then just pick up doing time that will be absolutely fine that'll see you right and it'll give you a taste for the style of the author and whether you think it's something that you would like to pursue but uh, I'm, I really enjoyed it and there better had be another Time Police book because I'll be looking forward to that. So that was Doing Time by Jodie Taylor. That's uh, published uh, by Headline. It's quite a book. It's about 450 pages. So it, you, get, you get a lot of bang for your buck with that one. Now, as well, since I first expressed an interest in looking at different forms of books and uh, trying a graphic novel, I've been getting a lot more graphic novels to look at. And this is wonderful. They're quick, easy reads, I would say. And the one that I've just finished is called Fence. And it's by C.S. Packer. I think that's how you pronounce it. And this is well, it's said to be a, a novel for teens, and I—I I guess it is YA, but it's very light YA. Um, I—I I, I would say, I think there are some mid-grade kids that could read this, and the things that they don't need to know too much about wouldn't sink in. But uh, they're very make it very clear that it's for it's YA. So I guess that's something to bear in mind. But it's not an ultra-demanding, uh, dark, deep YA. I really do think I'm waffling today I really think I need a very strong espresso and then I'll be able to talk much better so if you're sticking with me I do appreciate it sorry about this anyway so back to Fence so this book Fence um I've read volume one and volume two I've got to wait till May next year for volume Three. Oh my goodness that's I don't know I think you'd kind of lose the the joy and the love by having to wait that long I don't know what you think but um I wish the volume three were available now and then I could just enjoy it. But OK, so it's set in a school where it's fencing. Fencing is the thing. And the focus all throughout is on the skills of fencing. You learn a lot about fencing and it's how these boys react with each other. One's all full of himself. One's the poorest boy. They're on a scholarship, can only stay if he makes the team. Um, there's people who are nasty bullies, people who fall in love, people who follow people around, um, hold people in the highest regard when they shouldn't, all these sorts of things that you would expect in that sort of school environment. But it's just really interesting. I've learned a lot about fencing and it's something that you can get through very quickly, I would say, um. So if you're finding that life's busy and you can't really get into a book and devote the hours to it, picking up something like this gives you a sense of accomplishment because you're not thinking, oh, I haven't read anything for a while. You're still reading. You're still taking in information and words. And if it suits you, then then why not? So that's called Fence um, and uh, volume one and volume two are out now. And then we've got to wait a thousand years for volume three to come out. Great. Uh, So what am I reading at the moment? So I'm currently listening on audiobook to The Silent Patient, and that's by Alex Michaelides. I don't know if you've come across that. There was a lot of noise about this book earlier on in the year. Um, uh, It's okay. It's got some very good narrators, which is holding it up. I've got about two and a half hours left. The jury's out. Uh, I'm enjoying it, but I'm not loving it. But it might be one of those where the twist and turn at the end is the big da-da moment and you suddenly think, oh my goodness, I'm so glad I've persevered with that. Uh, So we'll have to see. But what I'm currently reading and what kept me awake last night is a book called Home, The Home by Sarah Stubble. Um, I hope I've pronounced that right. Uh, But it's, I've definitely pronounced The Home right. I think at least I can pronounce the name of the book. And it's, It's an extraordinary book that I'll talk more about next time. Um, It's not an easy read. It's quite, uh, there's some subjects that it covers that's very much adult. Um, But it's one that I really am mesmerised. That sounds wrong because it's some of the experiences in the book are so awful and heartbreaking but it is it's written in a mesmerizing way and and I just want to keep going and and find out what happens Uh, I've got about a quarter left so hopefully I'll be getting that one finished soon and then I can talk to you about that Uh, so that's The Silent Patient by Alex Michaelides and The Home by Sarah Stubble so what else is going on Well I don't know if you're aware but there's something happening in this month called Victober so a lot of people that like to talk about the books that they're reading are focusing on reading Victorian novels at the moment. For some reason I'm put off from doing that I think because I would get through them quite slowly so I couldn't get through the amount of books that I that I like to and that I like to talk about. I have read a few of them obviously Uh, but then I thought well let me tell you what my favorite is so at least I'm taking part in Victober some way um, which you may have heard me mention before but I love Anthony Trollope and his book The Warden is one I would always recommend as a good starter if you're thinking oh I wouldn't mind taking part in Victober what's left of it um And I want to try a book, but I haven't really got the time and energy to devote to read an epic. I think The Warden is wonderful. It's a beautifully written book. It's funny, emotional. Uh, It's just it's just very well written, quite short. There's a lovely dramatisation of it on audiobook as well, if that's what you prefer. Some beautiful music that goes with it as well. Um, But uh, yes, so that's that's my little homage to Victober. Very, very good word there. Anyway, there we go. So what else did I want to talk to you about? Oh, yes. Now, the other thing is that tickets are just available for the Hay Winter Festival. I don't know if you've ever been to Hay before. It's a lovely town, Hay-on-Wye, that sits on the border between England and Wales. It's got so many bookshops you wouldn't believe. Um, It's very quirky, vintage, unique town, I would say. And it's just got this lovely feel about it. Now, every May for about 10 days, there's the Hay Festival, which is a mainly a literature festival, although they have all sorts, music, lots of different things. And I, that's where I first fell in love with literature festivals, because it's just a lovely, happy, wonderful place. Some incredible speakers. You feel like, you know, they take the top of your head off and wash your your brain out. And you can just think better, clearer. It's just lovely. And there's a very good quality supply of cake and ice cream as well, I have to say. Anyway, so they also have a winter festival, which is much smaller, uh, over a couple of days. Um, this year it starts on the 28th of November, which is a Thursday and runs to the 1st of December, which is the Sunday. I'm definitely going on the Saturday Um There's a few things happening on the Sunday as well, but it's just just trying to sort the old diary out, really. But it's a it's just a lovely experience. And the winter one, as I say, is very different. It's much smaller. It's located usually much closer to the town than the big May festival. So you have time to do the shopping and have a look round. Usually there's a food festival uh, there at the same time. So there's lots of little food markets to look round and they have the turning on of the Christmas lights and it's it's just a, a lovely, lovely place to be. So that's very exciting. If you can make it, that would be fantastic. Let me know if you're going and we'll see if we're going to the same events. Um, and so there we are. Now, I do have some listeners' questions. Now, David very kindly has asked two questions. The first one, oh my goodness, the first question was, who is my favourite author? This is impossible to answer. And so I've decided rather than just trying to mention it quickly. I'm going to do a whole podcast about my favourite authors. Maybe do one author for every genre, something like that. Don't know. But that's something that I'm, I'm going to do because I don't think you can choose one author, can you? If you have one author who is your absolute favourite, please let me know because that might give me some ideas. I'd love to hear what you think. And then the second question is, yes, I talk about my cups of tea and coffee. What biscuit? What biscuit do I have? Now, let's be clear on this. For me, a good biscuit is not so much the biscuit, but what's round it. And by that, I'm referring to the chocolate. So it's much more important to get a massive amount of chocolate and a tiny bit of biscuit, I think. Um, So at least you can still say, well, it is a biscuit, so it's not that bad, but it is Consumed uh, and completely covered by chocolate. So I don't know. I don't know if I have my perfect biscuit because my perfect biscuit would be a slab of chocolate, I suppose. But Marks and Spencers do some very nice, thickly covered biscuits. Um, but yes, there we go. Sorry, no help again. I do apologise for all the waffling today, but it's just so nice to talk to you and talk through all these different things. I think we've covered quite a lot, really. So we've talked about reviewing films and books and how that can be different. We've talked about um, what I was wanting to review today, two audiobooks, 1984 and Bossy Pants. uh, The book Doing Time by Jodie Taylor and the graphic novels, uh, volume one and two, but sadly not three for eternity. uh, Is Fence by C.S. Passett. And then I've talked about what I'm currently reading, The Silent Patient and The Home and given a little mention of Vitoba and the Hay Festival, talked about chocolate quite a lot and got an idea for a new podcast. Lots of things going on. So do get in touch with me. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Uh, you can email me at QuickBookReviewsAtOutlook.com. I'd love to hear from you. I hope you're having a great few days and I'll be back in touch again soon. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one ever. See you again
0: soon.